the 24 is owning every second of every minute of every hour of every day. To seize the moment to get the most out of every day. Being responsible for every 24 hours of every day of your life. I wanted to not have to be told what to do, who to hang out with, where to go, when to be there. Taking ownership of it. I love Own the 24 because it, it epitomizes everything that is about my life. At the end of your time here, you can look back and say, I, you know, I made the most. I own the 24. And when you own it, you get to do whatever you want, whenever you want, with whoever you want, wherever you want, and no one can tell you no. That's what I love about Own the 24. Welcome everyone. It's Lori and Mike with Own the Twenty Four, and we hope you're owning your Twenty Four today. We have a we have a bit of a conversation, uh, largely at my expense, about a funny thing that happened this morning to me. And then really the theme is around hindsight being twenty twenty, and how do we you know how do we kind of deal with that on a relationship level, and also how not to kill your spouse when they are. Uh killing themselves <laughs> doing something mechanical when they're not totally equipped so stick around and enjoy our oh, show funny. hindsight's 2020 mm-hmm. yeah. don't you wish that that little voice in your head could be a little bit more loud and say hey wake up stop do what I'm telling you to do because mm. here's the consequences and it plays it right over in your mind mm. before you actually ignore it. Mm. Wouldn't that have been nice this morning? Well, uh, yeah. I mean, it'd be <laughs> nice to tell the future, right? It'd be awesome to predict the every possible we, outcome of what's going to happen. Well, I don't mean every possible outcome, great. but certainly when I get that little buzz in my head and I say oh, I need to run back and check this, you mm-hmm. know? And it could be as simple as there's something on the counter and I get this little thing that says, you're going to want your elastic band later. Yep. And I'll go, uh, I don't need my elastic band. And then we get in the car, we get to the gym, and then we're running on the beach. And I'm like, oh, I wish I had my elastic band. Mm-hmm. And I know, because I think back to that time where I'm looking at it and it's on the counter and I'm going... Do I take it? Do I not take it? Right. And then something in my... And I always think to myself, whenever that's happening, there's a sign. There's a reason that I'm being told to do something. Of course, it's not as... You know, it's not important when it's an elastic band, but it kind of can be when it's a chuck, a wheel chuck um, mm-hmm. <laughs> to a trailer. <laughs> yeah. So what happened was um, it was time to take the jet skis in for service. And... I just had to load the trailer. So I'm always, I'm always messing with the the better way to get those things out of the garage because there's not a lot of room to back the truck up and then get the trailer set up right to pull it straight out without without bumping into the side of the garage. So I thought today, and then I got to pull the other car out and it's a pain in the ass. So today I thought, well, let me try something different, right? You know, innovate. And you can move the trailer around by your, by yourself, like without the truck. So, so I move the trailer around and I'm pulling it out and I'm getting it close to the 
to the other vehicle so I can make the swing. Like I can't make the swing when it's sitting where I keep it just in the garage. So I get it out a little bit and I get it out a little bit in the, in the, the landing wheel. There's a landing wheel in the front is, is coming out of the, off the garage floor and the, and the driveway has an angle. So I think I'm going to get a wheel chuck, right? Cause <laughs> Because the front, you know, as, uh, as long as the back tires, the, the trailer rubber tires are on the garage floor, which is not angled, I think I'll be good. It's raining and it's wet and I'm barefoot. So. <laughs> Mistake yeah. number one. Yeah. So I grab the wheel chuck, you know, because safety first. I'm thinking ahead. <laughs> I'm thinking ahead here. And, and I pull it out a little bit and, and it's, that, it's that adage, you know, like a little is good maybe a little more is a little better right so i get it a little more i'm like hey man this is gonna work get a little more and here come the rear wheels up to the edge of the of the garage they're still on the still on the edge so my vision is that it would it would be in position and i would put the wheel chock down on the landing gear wheel then i would back the truck up to it and i would just it would be perfect like it's going to be ideal so right then Right then, I look behind me to to check where the truck is. Like, how, how's the trailer angled? And it comes off the, and it comes off the, the oh, floor of the I'm garage. I'm cringing right now. And here, and here it comes. And and it doesn't. Here it comes, like inch, like slowly, inch by inch. It's like someone just opened the floodgates, and this thing is a thousand pounds raging bull coming right at me. And uh, and I got the the funniest thing was I got the like immediately what flashes into my mind is all those stupid idiot YouTube videos at the launch, at the boat launch, right? Those guys with the runaway trip. And you think, what a, what a fucking moron. Like, who would ever do that? You know, how could you get into that? Oh my God. And, I'm, and I'm holding it, and, the, and my feet are skidding, and I got this, and I got, like the whole thing worked out in my head, but I got this wheel chuck, this one rubber wheel chuck, and it's coming at me. And I'm like, oh, no. And I, gra- and I grab the wheel shock and throw it at, at, at the wheel. Like it, like a one in 10 million chance it's going to actually foop, like pop right in the wheel. Well, that's nothing, and it keeps going. So it keeps going, and, and for a second, I thought I, I, thought I kind of had, had the trajectory because I knew that it was just the driveway and it wasn't going to hurt anything. And right then, I hear this metal on metal as it drags along the front of my pickup truck. I hear something break and I just then I realize that I am I am being pushed toward the trees and I'm hoping I don't get skewered by the fucking thing there in, into a tree so I land in this tree in this bush and and it comes to us to a screeching halt and the only thing I think of then you remember the Looney Tunes the Looney Tunes shows where they'd always go to this scene where like somebody does something stupid and then his head turns into a jackass you know what I mean? It's like, you know, like it turns right into an ass. That was it. I just, I'm just standing there in the rain with the carnage of the front of my truck, which I love my truck. And now it's fucking broken. And, the, and at it's that time, I didn't know. that bad. I didn't know how bad it was. Here's what's worse that you don't even know. So, so we finally, we finally, you know, get, get it together. And I, uh, and I and I backed the truck up through the neighbor's driveway because the because the trailer just went careening in, in there, and uh, so I get it hooked up and I and I'm looking at the side of the ski and I'm like, well, God, I mean, the ski doesn't look to be <laughs> this is so embarrassing, but the ski doesn't look to be too bad. Like it's not there's nothing wrong with it. Like I was expecting huge gashes in the side because it hit my truck. So credit to how tough those things are, right? Because they're nothing, except there's this 
wad. What look, it looks like melted plastic, maybe about a half inch along the kind of the rubber hard plastic side rail, you know, the bumper rail, mm-hmm. right? It's, it just must have taken a little sliver and pushed it up into a, like into a ball, but it's just this ball and it's hard. So I think I have the thought, you know, again, it's not, it's not like I would stop thinking at that point and go, oh, maybe, maybe my thinking isn't that good right now, you know? <laughs> so I have the thought, it makes perfect sense. I'm going to get my little, my little jackknife out and I'm going to, I'm going to just shave off that piece because it's just a, it's just a hard rubber piece stuck out tiny little shavings like you can't even see before that like what happens with so really thin so i zuka, 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 hack it off and as i as i hack that off it looks funny I, I touch it and there's a there's a hole now in the in the bumper you know there's a hole right through it so i think oh my god i fucking just cut a hole in the jet ski <laughs> And it's going to take water the whole time, and I'm like, all right, no problem. I'm going to the dealer, and they're going to put they're going to put some thing to fix it. So I'm going to trust. I'm going to trust the dealer that they're going to fix it. Go to the dealer. You know, I'm I'm kind of just I'm using my I'm using my Tommy Giosa theme. You know, if it if it can be fixed with money, it's not a problem. You right. know, it's not that bad. It's just a few bucks. Nobody got hurt. I didn't skewer myself in the tree. So I kind so I get to the dealer, and I get this really cool service writer, and I go, Johnny, I want to show you something on this other. So there's ski and I'm trying to hold it, you know, like not, not, you know, sound too much like an idiot. And I go, uh, you know, come check this out. And I, and I, I put my finger on the hole. I say, look at this. It's a, you know, it's a hole. Like, can you, can you help me with that? I cut the thing and, and it's a hole. And he goes, yeah, there's one right there. Just like it. There's two holes in there. I mean, the, the holes are meant for, to mount for bumpers. So the hole's already there. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I cut a hole in the jet ski the whole time. I'm <laughs> thinking... He's like, yeah, no problem. They're, this is why they're there. You don't use the bumpers? Yeah, These holes are there. I'm like, never mind. Just let me go lay down. I'm going to go lay down. <laughs> so that's the adventure for today. And the, and the problem is, and we're, we're gonna, I guess we're going to get to a point here at some point, but is this is the third day of, of me trying to be mechanically inclined in any way. <laughs> and uh, and bo- both day one and day two were, were you know, a, a qualified failure with me uh, taking eight or 10 hours to do a oil change and surface on a quad. <laughs> and I, and I watched a YouTube video and he's like, well, it should take you about 45 minutes to an hour. You know, <laughs> if you're not taking videos of it, and I'm honest to God, I'm, I'm like all day doing this because everything I touch, I can't thread the thing. I can't, I can't fit it in. And I lost and I lost a fill cap, like a, like a simple bolt. So when we're talking like this, I'm thinking, Yes, that's the time to think. What if? What if I drop this? Like, where's it? You know, <laughs> what happens then? <laughs> Would have been good to have that thought before I dropped it. You know, like so. After I dropped it, I, you know, every other one I did, I would put like a rag down or a towel or something to to make sure that it, that thing disappeared into another dimension. I looked at. I looked for it for two hours. I'm not kidding you. I had the thing. I had the quad picked up. I had. I just had tools in there jamming for it. Like it's gone. Like it's literally gone. It's in a six-inch place that that it just disappeared. It's a it's a bolt. So it's gone. So I went to the dealer and bought another one. So somewhere inside the quad, it's rattling around. So it's that kind of stuff. That this is really just the crescendo of. Of, a couple uh, of days. Maybe of, I should just step away from yeah, trying to. Yeah. Maybe maybe I should come with you when you pick up the quad. Do, uh, do the, any of that? Yeah. The jet skis. Well, that's the funny thing too. Uh, is I've seen this many times, like when, when people have accidents or, or do something in business, in, in business, in my old business, the worst thing would always happen after the first thing. 
Right. Things come in threes, you know? So, well, when we think about being careful, like, I, I think that's a guy thing that, that you don't want to be, you think you're, I don't know, invincible or something. Like, you can handle a trailer with two jet skis on it, and, and you're going to be able to just wheel it around, and because there's an incline, you can still hold it back with bare feet, and it's wet out. But, you know, he comes up to the bedroom, and he's like, I just fucked up my truck. <laughs> he's so upset. So I jump out, I go downstairs, and I, you know, go out to the the, the truck. I, I'm thinking there's a hole in the door or something. Like the the you know the the trailer went right into the side of the truck because that's you know what I envisioned in my mind. So I walk out, and it's hard for me to even see what's wrong with the truck. And I'm like, where where's the where's the hurt with the truck? And uh, you're like, it's the it's the headlight. And I'm like, oh, all right. So I go look at the headlight. There's a little couple of scrapes that look like they could be buffed out on the on the bumper. And nope. The the trailer is and the two jet skis are down on the lawn between a tree. And I'm thinking, oh my god. All right. But of course, I'm coming into this with the hindsight now because the accident's already occurred. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, if you're gonna pull something out into the driveway, the first thing that you might think is to put the is yeah. to put the chucks in yeah. fr- like make a foot in front of the wheels so in right. case it slips, it's gonna stop. Yeah, that's that- and you're so cautious all the time that it, it just surprises me. But this is where the relationship thing I think is important that comes in is that it doesn't help to pile on I know how much you love your truck and I know how much that the skis mean to you and all of that and and they're your toys and you like to keep them spotless and clean and everything's perfect. And so for me to pile on with you shoulda, coulda, woulda would have really been detrimental. <laughs> and and so you get the truck hooked up to the to the trailer and take it off to the um, jet ski place to get them serviced. And I'm thinking, okay, in my head, all these scenarios of what could have happened instead. And I'm like, you know, that's none of that is helpful at all. So that's why I sent you the text that Mm -hmm. said, uh, you're okay. Everything is going to be okay. Nobody died. You know, the truck can be fixed. And, um, you know, it's, it's not a problem. So... That's something that I've learned over the over years. Like it's it's easy to to say what you should have done or what you could have done after the fact. Could have, would have, yeah. Um, but it doesn't. It's not helpful. Like we always, you know, you're always saying it, it's not helpful to do something that is mm-hmm. that is um, maybe critical or perceived as critical when you think of oh, well, hindsight's is twenty twenty. We look out in the world and we say, what's you know, what's hindsight? Mm-hmm of yeah. all these things that are that are going on but i think listening to that voice in our head is something to be mindful of is to really and i think that's when you've introduced the the meditation to me is like you know there's so much noise so much noise so much chatter in our brains that sitting quietly for 10 minutes a day hmm. and not thinking and actually clearing your head my stepfather used to always say oh you got a clear head you got a clear head i never knew what that meant but i don't think he meant it in that way either but a clear head is is a good thing a clear head is a good thing because then it allows 
those thoughts to be heard a little bit better. You know, we say praying, prayer, prayer is asking God for something, and then meditation is listening to God. Mm-hmm. So, when the more we meditate and the more we keep still, I think it, it creates that that pathway of being able to receive those little nudges when you're supposed to. And then the second part of the receiving them is listening to them. And I know that just from my own experience, if I don't listen to that little nudge in my head, I'm going to pay for it in some way or another. Mm-hmm. Like I want, I need that or I want that or whatever it was that I ignored is something that becomes later important. And I don't realize it until... Yeah later happens well that's we want to i want to track back to the text message for a minute so that you know sometimes tough love is is good and it's a good thing and the opening of the text message was uh it's thursday you've officially used up your stupid quote for the week <laughs> i did not so you're officially say that. out of dumbass things you can do this week <laughs> no no you, no, you didn't. no you didn't you know but we the for, from my perspective it it is that stillness that uh, is the reason why we, like we talked about this before, why we have such great ideas when we're doing something else. Like right. when we're in the shower, we're brushing our teeth. What, what is that about? That's about the signal coming through the noise because the noise is, is arrested, right? The noise is held up. All this, all this thinking mind is held up so we can get the stuff. Like at work, when I was uh, working in my old job, Always, uh, there was there were these there were these questions that were plaguing me, and I would always get the answer at that point on who should be in the right role, and all these big business direction questions would get answered when I'm in the shower or I'm brushing my teeth or whatever, right? So, the the meditation create not only creates the stillness in that moment or that those moments five minutes ten minutes, but the, there's a thing called. Um, philosophical materialism that's like what you know spiritual materialism like i sat for 10 minutes i didn't have the answers to the universe here and all my life problems aren't solved it 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 just creates that stillness and if we do it enough with enough habit that stillness exists throughout the day right it could be called mindfulness or there's that there's that presence that allows the opening for the thing to get through right for the for the uh i don't know answer or the wisdom the wisdom is always there and that gets back to the book Power versus Force into the into the um, kinesiology of it, right? The kinetics of it. Like our bodies know, like the strength mm-hmm. testing in that book, such a good book, David Hawkins. Um, our body, like if you hold a, I think one of their examples was you hold a artificial sweetener in one hand, something mm-hmm. bad for you and, and something good for you, your, your body will immediately go weak on that side and strong on that side. Like it knows. Right. It just knows. Our, our organism is so brilliant uh, if we listen to it or if we allow it to speak. Probably a different way to say that. That's a better way to speak, say it, I think. Yeah. You know, you want to listen to it. You, want, you actually want to cultivate a lifestyle that allows you to listen to it and be more mindful with it. I know lately I haven't been either. I, I feel I felt off. And probably between the two of us, that's this offness yeah. is... Well, I'm glad you're finally arriving at the place that, that that's your fault. Like all this is your fault. Oh. So, no, <laughs> there's no question though. Without without getting into that whole subject matter uh, at all, that that there's a draw. There's, a, I mean, there is a palpable drain 
palpable for me. Energy, uh, frequency. Of, yeah, of, and, and, you know, it would be energy drain, but, but increase in angst, whatever you'd call it, anxiety. Mm-hmm. It's like a general malaise and, and, it's, and it's draining. So all the more reason. To not do mechanical things. To not try, you know, no, not, you should always try, try things new. That's a, that's a thing too. Like, what's the other side of that? You just don't do anything. Like if that would be my tendency to just stay in the house, which is not the right thing to do. So there's so very few things that I, that I uh, can do mechanically that I'm capable of. And I'm in a place in my life where I'm like, I can learn this, right? Every freaking thing is on YouTube video. All you got to do is follow it. Right. So I can do it and I'll get better at it as we go. But there's still something that's just comical watching a six, nine guy, like watching myself do that. With big giant hands. Try to fit under. Get the little teeny just nut and bolt. So silly. I should just record it, you know, all of it. Yeah. It's so silly. Maybe that could be my new job is recording Videographer you. for Mike's, you know. Just, yeah, in the garage watching you walk around mm-hmm. doing the things you do. Yeah, and you could just replay <laughs> What it. about, I did record when you told me about how you were changing the oil mm-hmm. and underneath the... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if anyone ever has experience with greasing things with these grease guns and these little zerts, but that's that is should be grounds for execution. Whoever does, whoever made that up, is just wrong. But you're just gonna you're just gonna hide these little tiny little quarter inch metal pieces throughout this machine that you're just impossible to get to. I just I get I feel violence toward the, whoever whoever came up with that. Well. Is that okay to say? I do. Yeah, I, I think it's good that we, we overcame the, the, the drama this morning, though, without any kind of yeah. upset, yeah. real. I mean, it's upsetting to have to fix your truck, but it's not the end of the world, and you didn't get hurt, thankfully. Right. Because <laughs> yep. I was upstairs in the bedroom. What if you had gotten pinned yep. against the truck? Oh, here's the thing. I knew... <laughs> And when, I, when I'm sliding down the driveway, come ask me for help. I'm sliding down the driveway. The sounds I was making, probably uh, in and of itself, would have been hilarious. I'm just like, <laughs> and I know she, I know you can't hear me because you got the freaking headphones in, listening to your videos. So I could have bled out in the driveway ten feet from you, and you would have had no idea. Like, where is he? Why is he out there two hours? What's he doing out there? I never know what and he's I doing. And I come down in my pajamas. <laughs> You're like <laughs> stuck against the truck. Oh my God. Uh, that is funny. It's funny stuff if you could record it. <laughs> it would be great. Or when I fell in the back of the... I was thinking that. But I didn't know if you wanted me to bring it up. <laughs> so I have this big trailer. Just quickly. I have this big trailer just for the benefit. And it's a it's called a deck uh, it's called a deck over which means the deck is higher and that makes it a, little, a lot more room to fit stuff into but the the angle of the ramp is is that much higher so it's, some people don't like them because it's harder to get stuff into it's a snowmobile trailer you drive in you drive out it's it's awesome but the problem is that the the deck on the the ramp gets slippery so one day we're we're out there messing around with it you know it's it's nine in the morning and it's 140 outside so you know Lori comes out. In her in her nighty, like, <laughs> just uh, the littlest nighty, and she's walking outside. I'm like, what are you, you know, okay, walking outside. We have neighbors, but they're not that close. So I figure, you know, whatever, who cares? So she decides she's gonna <laughs> she's gonna walk up the ramp of the trailer to do something inside, and I hear this, <laughs> like, 
either she dropped something really heavy and is already in the trailer, or she did a header on the, on the, on the ramp. Well, she did a header on the ramp, and it sounds like it was just for God and everybody to see, <laughs> especially the neighbor. The weird thing was the neighbor came down later and asked no, if, he uh, didn't. He asked how you were doing. <laughs> no, he didn't, but it was funny, and I was, I was hurt for a little while. I think I, I, um, I had a, a scrape on my arm, and my elbow was all banged up. Yeah. And, and Yeah, I was just like, yep. you know doing cartwheels down the, the ramp. It wasn't, so it wasn't fun. The, we've had many, as, as everyone has, we've had many decisions that, uh, to, even collectively, I'm thinking about the first two quads we bought. And, I, and we uh. thought about the first two quads we bought so many times. Long story short, the, the, the purchase wasn't, didn't end up going well. And uh, we've, we, we went through the decision-making process a thousand times in our minds. And, and, and what I always land on, which, I, which I've used uh, many times and I think is useful, which is hindsight's always the same. Goes, hindsight's always twenty twenty. Like we always know clearly yes. what we should oh have done. Oh my God, could we have ever rolled the tapes back and done that over again? But what we, what, what we had to find some comfort in is how, how we made the decision. What was the, the information with which we made the decision? And was, it a, and was it a sound and logical decision at the time we made it? And the answer was yes. And we went, we went through that a million times. So, so what's, the, what's the useful takeaway here is if you spend your whole life and, and all of your time thinking how I should have ha- oh, I should have listened to the thing and I did the wrong thing and, and, when we're, and we're beating ourselves up, that's the, that's the I would say, paralysis, the ineffective way. Right, yeah, right? it'll lead to paralysis. Right, and then you never want to go forward and do anything because what could happen? My, my, my oldest son, Jason, as, as, you probably, as you know the inside joke, for, for some time we would, go, we would ride quads, this is you know, years ago, and, I, and he was always really uh, like non-adventurous. Like he would, I was always having to cajole him, kind of push him to, and I go, come on, buddy, let's have an adventure. And, <laughs> and about three times in a row, I said that like, like right before we broke through the ice in a pond <laughs> or some horrifying thing. <laughs> so, let's have an adventure. Right? So now it's still, it's a, still a thing with him. Like you can't say let's have an adventure because he knows some calamity is going to happen <laughs> uh, after that. I bet he so, never says it to Xander. Yeah. Yeah. So you're right. I mean, that's the thing. How are we make, how do do we make our decisions? Was there something there to to learn from? And as the saying goes, you know, stop looking in the rearview mirror. You're not going in that direction, right? Right. Because you you get to be at our advanced age in our mid fifties. There's just more and more behind you. There's more and more experiences and lessons behind you. And, and if you're clogged up with, I did uh, it wrong. I wish I could have done something. If I only wanted to listen to my thing. Well, forget it, right? The 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 walls get tighter and tighter, and you have less and less flexibility That's so and freedom. True. So live life with reckless abandon. And try not to hurt yourself or anyone else. Along the way. Around you. And, and if it can, be, it can be fixed with money, it's not a real problem. Right. And that's relative. That, you know, what does that mean for someone in a state of lack that says, well, easy for you to say, you know, who's got whatever $100 laying around. Really, what, he's, what he means by that, our friend who I heard that from, is it's not life or death. Right. right? Nobody's, we make things. I know that I've done that. We make things about life or death that are not life or death. Right. Right. And then you start to think about the big picture. I think the older you get, the more the more you let things go, 
as oh, chalk that one up to yeah. another learning experience. No one died. I'm getting yeah. closer to the end of my life clock here. I'm not going to waste any minutes yeah. on on beating myself up over. It is a wasted. It's just wasted minutes. It is beating yourself up is wasted minutes and and regret. Live live in inspiration and and adventure. I still think adventure is good, even though you've had some calamitous things great. happen. With let's have an adventure. Yeah. We've had good adventures. Wonderful, and we'll have many more. As uh, as Todd and I always say, this today will not be the last good day. No. Right? There's more good days to come. Right. But today could have been calamitous. It could have been. And I think about that, and I, you know, I don't, I, I'm not projecting my opinion on anyone else, but I, I, I want nothing to do with being in a hospital now and with, with what's <laughs> happening in the world. And, you know, I just, I'm so thankful that I didn't get caught in between. I had no idea what was behind me. I didn't know the truck was even there. I could have, in a heartbeat, I could have been stuck in between. Uh, you know, of course, because my infrastructure is made of steel, it wouldn't have hurt me. But <laughs> maybe uh, with the maybe the trailer would have bounced off you. That's right; it would have scratched the trailer, for sure. <laughs> but anyway, that's um, you can't hurt steel. Can't hurt steel. That's right. So I want to do um, thanks for thanks for the chat. I think that's a good one. Yeah. Good takeaway. All right. Thank thanks you. for joining us, everyone. Thank and, you for uh, making me laugh. That's always fun. It's one of the things I love about you is that you make (laughs) me laugh all the time. All right. See you next time. So our show is awesome. I'm really excited that we got to share all that stuff. And uh, we hope that you check us out on ownthe24.com. Subscribe to our podcast on iTunes and Spotify. Even Anchor and Stitcher for Android. And remember, we each get 24 hours per day. And we get to say how they're allocated. Don't let anyone tell you otherwise. Own the 24. Remember, we each only have 24 hours in a day. We have none to waste. So don't waste them. Only 24. Tick tock, motherfucker.